Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Amen. Amen. That's Faith God. Faith God. Yes. Yes. Faith God. Faith God. Amen. On this episode of The Commercial Break. Strip joints are part of the deal. You know what I'm saying? It says it right in the Bible. Thou right. shalt look at thy titties. Jesus told another guy who right. wrote a book who then told him to take your money because that's what God told him to do. Yeah. He's writing notes about it. <laughs> He's like, gonna be broke for a couple years. Pastor told me send money. Take it into the next bank, you see, Bob. <laughs> when you get arrested, tell him God told you. It's a revelation. I don't want the money, but if the devil gets it, we're in trouble. So give it to me. The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Cats and kittens, welcome back to the commercial break. I am Brian Green. This is my dear friend and beautiful co-host, Kristen Joy Hoadley. Best to you over there. Best to you, Brian. Best to you out there in the podcast universe. How the hell are you? Thanks for joining us on yet another episode of this, the commercial break. Don't worry, kids. It's almost over. I promise. It's The long-winded <laughs> intro is almost over. Fact, news, or fiction guaranteed. 30 seconds or less. You know what to do. What'd you do for New Year's Eve? I mean, and I know it's like two weeks ago, but what'd you do for New Year's Eve? <laughs> I'll just try uh, to catch up. I, I stayed in. You did? Oh, yeah, we stayed in. Do you feel like as you get old, here's my thoughts on New Year's Eve. And I've never, it's never really been a big deal to me. Yeah. I'm, unbelievably, since I was a really small child and my parents would go out on New Year's Eve, they'd drop us off at my grandmother's house. My grandmother lived in Chicago. She lived in the Italian part of Chicago at that time called Melrose, um, Melrose Park. Okay. 
my grandma, when they first moved there in the 40s or whatever it was, they built this house and the house had a very large basement, underground basement. Mm -hmm. They put a full-size Cheers-like bar in the basement. (laughs) And they used to have all the people over from the neighborhood, all the Italians, right? Smokey Bones, Old Joe, Craggy (laughs) Crookie, like all these weird names. Not until much later in life did I really understand, I think, what was going on down in that basement. I mean, those guys would be like smoking cigars and drinking whiskey. It was a full bar. It was a full bar. Yeah. Yeah. And my grandfather used to tend bar and then my grandmother tended bar. And then sometimes, you know, we would go down there and play. They had this. So my my grandfather, I think, had like a live grenade from World War II (laughs) sitting down in the basement. (laughs) It was crazy. We always were told, don't touch the grenade. Um, oh my god! But they would. She would make it a big deal. My grandma would. She mm-hmm. would take us to Party City. We would get all the things, all the balloons, streamers, oh, the poppers, and then we would watch whatever the the ball drop. Right? Yes. Uh, uh, Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year's. That's right. Yeah. And when I became a teenager into my twenties, I always felt like a small party was the best thing, and I kind of instinctively knew it just wasn't a night to be out and about because it was going to be a shit show. Right. And anytime I did go out for New Year's Eve. It, in fact, was a shit show, mainly because of me and my drinking. <laughs> but I wanted to spare myself the embarrassment. You pay $250 fucking thousand dollars to get into wherever the hotel party with 65 yes. different rooms you can go into. And then, you know, it's everyone's just getting drunk. That's it. That's it. By midnight, no one is surviving because everyone has been partying since seven yeah. and literally throwing up on their shoes. It just felt to me like, not going to say amateur night, because I know a lot of my friends go out and do that. But I always... I always favored the kind of like small house party thing. That's I like that too. Yeah. Yeah. I used to do uh, these big, huge concerts. We would go see widespread panic. Panic. Yeah. That's fun. But yeah, I guess I, I could see that being fun. Yeah, that's and if fun. Fish does like the New Year's right. Eve run up in uh-huh. New York, if I could go mm-hmm. do that, I would do that. Just yep. dip at the dams, bro. <laughs> that's right. Finger, finger dip, finger dip, finger dip, finger dip, finger dip. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think you've had plenty of ecstasy for one night. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, I went to a widespread panic concert one time with a mutual friend of ours, and she had a like a makeup, like a what do you call those things where you put the powder? A compact. And in that compact was powdered ecstasy. Yeah. And she kept licking her finger and dipping it in the powdered ecstasy and asking anybody if they wanted a finger dip. So all night she was like, finger dip, finger dip, finger dip. And at some point, <laughs> I, I just, the, dude, her eyes were like the Cheshire cat. <laughs> she was like spinning in opposite directions. <laughs> I was getting concerned. No fingertips for me. Thanks. Yeah. I don't want your saliva all over my ecstasy. But right. so as I get older, I just figure, you know, like uh, Halloween and I mean, Halloween's for the kids now that I have kids, but New Year's Eve, it's just one of those things. Mm-hmm. You, I, I feel like it's best if you stay in and you do your thing for me, for my yeah, personal Yeah, I'm in taste. my own environment. I'm yeah. in my comfortable clothes. Yep. Popping champagne. Watching I hope Indian. he's got nipple tassels that's on. That's right. Jeff watches <laughs> the boobs drop that, at midnight. That's my comfortable outfit. <laughs> she watches the tassel drop. <laughs> that's your comfortable outfit. Why do I feel like you're one of those people that walks around the house very naked all the time? <laughs> I don't know this for I a fact. Be. It doesn't happen with me, but I feel like with Jeff, that you're married, you're just... <laughs> yeah. You like show that's up true. down in some slinky outfit. <laughs> Yes. It's seven o'clock on a Tuesday. <laughs> Why not? Jeff's on the computer, <laughs> not paying attention to you. <laughs> I'm trying to work. I got my tits out. I'll get back to work later. <laughs> did you watch Miley? Did you watch any of the I did. Of the I, I flipped around. Did you? We were watching yeah. Andy and, and Anderson. 
And then we also I also did Dolly and Miley. Yeah, I, I caught a little bit of Miley and mm. Dolly. I was mainly watching the game. The and the Georgia game was game. going on yeah, too. Which yeah, was until just like 11.45. Unbelievable. Yeah, till, no, until 12.03. Oh, was it 12.03? Yeah. Okay. Because for those of you that don't give a shit, I'm sorry. I'm, and trust me, I'm not a huge football fan either. But college football, when yeah, it gets, this was a big I think one. those kids, they like, they pour their college basketball, college football, mm-hmm. they pour their fucking hearts out, right? They do. It's, it's I mean, up until recently, it wasn't for the money. It's just for the love of the game. Obviously, they're trying to, some of them are trying to get contracts in the NFL. They're trying to make a career out of this. But yeah. these kids put their heart, their blood, their sweat, their tears. And they're also kids. So they make mistakes. Mm-hmm. So that means a game can go any direction at any time. And for those of you that did not watch the Georgia game on midnight at, uh, um, on New Year's Eve at midnight, forty-one to forty-two yeah, it was close. is the score. Uh, they run down the field. Who are they playing? Uh, Georgia, Ohio State? Uh, no, no, it was the other shoot. game. <laughs> no, no, whoever they were playing, was it Ohio State? No, it was, was Ohio it State and TCU. No, it wasn't Clemson. Okay, okay. so other guys are running. <laughs> other guys are running down the field. This is how much I like football, right? And. Is that it's like there's three seconds left on the clock. A 50-yard field goal attempt is going to be the last play of the game. And unbelievably, as the clock strikes midnight, <laughs> like two seconds afterwards, he kicks the ball. And it goes far left. So almost, it depends on which video you see. There's a lot of videos on Twitter about this. Uh, but it appears, in some people's perspective, the way they were seeing it on TV, that the kick happened exactly at midnight. Wow. And then it was just, it was insane. But so <laughs> I was sneaking off back into the room to look at this. But um, we were just here kind of, you know, yeah. having like a, a Venezuelan New Year's Eve, so yeah. to speak. And the kids were up and they were crying because they were tired. All they wanted to do was go to bed. <laughs> we had so many fucking people over here for New Year's Eve. It's you like did. You bastards of million months pregnant and all the kids are running around and i'll tell you what so you know how do you do you put febreze in your bathroom do you put some kind of shit shit cover yes up? it's a spray what kind of spray do you have um i forget which one maybe like mrs like poo poo or something like yeah, yeah. bye bye yeah. poo poo or whatever <laughs> it is we had that bye bye poo poo or bye bye poop be gone or yeah yeah poo-pourri. whatever it is <laughs> fart free i don't know what it is the poopery that's what yes, it is yes. the poopery but then in the guest bathroom many years ago i put a can of that fucking febreze down there right which by the way there's only one reason why febreze actually works and the reason is it is an overwhelming uh, right, smell of i don't even know what it is like hawaiian flowers and too much cologne or something this is I'm true. Not sometimes sure. the spray is worse than the other smell someone went and took a hot dump in my fucking guest room and this i'm sorry year, if you're listening year to or years no, ago this okay year, this but year the febreze is from years ago oh, it's okay. long since expired <laughs> which means that all the flower sm- smell has got risen to the top and all the whatever else they put in that shit has risen to the bo- has fallen to the bottom and so someone sprayed that in chrissy my eyes were fucking watering the entire house smelled like febreze for days oh, no. for days you know how sensitive my nose is yes. i was sleeping and it was making me sick i was like oh my god did you really take a, that big of a dump like can't you just give it like a that's it let's add that to the treaty that's the febreze treaty of 2023 yes when you take a hot shit somewhere i understand you got to go you got to go right it's that's it yeah everyone shits everyone poops i don't personally like it i wish it wasn't part of our bodily functions but that's it that's what you got 
when you decide to cover up that smell with something, whatever is available to you, whether that be a matchbook. Yes. Yeah. Matchbook is the best. It because really is. It burns the methane so. and you're done, yeah. right? <laughs> and then it just smells like you're smoking a pot pipe with matches. <laughs> then just someone suspects you're smoking cigarettes in the room. But I don't give a shit. I would rather, I would rather you smoke a cigarette in my guest bed, <laughs> in my guest bathroom. Then spray any more Febreze because whoever took that Febreze was like, shh. Just sprayed a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> I almost, you know how when this Febreze falls, it makes like a little mist, right? Yeah, I it's... almost slipped and fell because <laughs> I had to find out what the emergency was. I, I thought the Febreze bottle exploded <laughs> while someone was shitting. Oh That's what God. it smelled like. And by the way, the shit smell was still there. Oh, yeah. So it yeah. smelled like a Febreze shit. <laughs> Like a Hawaiian shit. That's right. A Hawaiian <laughs> aloha shit. <laughs> there was an aloha shit going on in my bathroom. Chrissy, I cannot stand this. I took that Febreze and I threw it as far as I could back in the woods. I was like, ah! I was like yeah, get it out of like there. Like my grandpa's live grenade. I was like, <laughs> get out of there. You're taking a hot dump and all he's got is Febreze. <laughs> I would have rather someone took a dump in Directly in my hallway yeah. than Febreze like that. It was the most crazy thing. And then, like, you can't ask anybody. What am I going to do? Who took the hot dump? Who took the hot dump? No, you can't ask Who didn't anybody. like the right. egg rolls? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whose stomach didn't agree with the coup de tetre? You want to admit it now? Yeah, you can't, yeah. You can't ask anybody. <laughs> Does anyone want to go over there to the top of the Hawaiian volcano and smell the wonderful flowers that are permeating through the entire house? I'm laughing so hard because Jeff and I just had this conversation like a week ago. You did? We bought some of that uh, poopery. Oh, you did? And we uh, like searched it out at Target and found it. And yeah. Jeff chose the, the <laughs> Later on, though, he used it. And he was like, God, that smells worse. I know, it smells worse. worse. That's it. He was like, I picked the wrong scent. It's like when you get a car freshener. (laughs) Fuck those car fresheners. They smell good for one second. And then there's overwhelming. Like I went and got one of those. I don't know who it was. A couple months ago, someone was puking or something like that. One of the kids was puking. And I could, I mean, my nose is so sensitive. Like I can smell puke in a car that's 30 months old, right? Like a little spot of puke and I can smell it. It makes me really upset. So I went and I got one of those Aloha, whatever they are, right? The Hawaiian scent can oftentimes. Stay away from the Hawaiian scent. I know. (laughs) So I put that thing in there. And I put it on the little vent, the vent clip, yep. and then I put it down on the lowest setting, right? So it's low. So at <laughs> first, it smells great. It's like the first five minutes, it smells great. We get out of the car, go to the store, come back, and everybody is literally <laughs> passing out as if they don't have oxygen on a plane. It's, <laughs> the, the I know. Heat. Matthew's in the back. He's like, Daddy! <laughs> Daddy! <laughs> Unlock my window! <laughs> Mia's crying. Astrid's <laughs> passed out on the seat. <laughs> It had just sat in the car in the hot sun. I feel like we're in permeated. That's it. It just melts. It melts into the fucking vent, and then you can't get that smell. (laughs) Why can't someone pick? Why can't someone get a smell that is just appropriate, like the right amount of smell? I don't know if somebody, if anybody has any suggestion, I'd love to hear it because anytime sometimes the vanilla ones can be okay. A candle can do good, right? Like a candle, I feel like uh, sometimes can give away 
the right amount of smell. Right. But now when you go to that Bath and fucking Body Works, you go to Bath and Body Works and get one of those candles. Those things are overpowering. Yeah, it's as if they put Febreze in wax. And then when (laughs) you light it, it just makes it smell overwhelming of whatever that smell is. And they all have vanilla and they all have flowers and it's all like, I like to go to the, you know where I go? I go to the Target aisle, like the Target place. And they have those really expensive candles Mm -hmm. that are oftentimes on discount made, you know, handcrafted candle, grass fed grass grass candle. Yeah. Yeah, from wherever made in Oregon and special <laughs> circumstances with you know out any with all vegan people and i don't know what happens yes but you like those wooden candles and sometimes that can smell good we found a really good candle company we get all of our candles from this one is it the yankee doodle candle no, company it's uh veluspa 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 oh, i don't even know if i'm pronouncing it right but they're the best valapusa is a place in florida <laughs> okay okay <laughs> might be from i don't Valapusa. think that's the same okay. <laughs> is it valapusa or veluspa i don't know <laughs> those candles are great they yeah. burn evenly they smell good I'm it's I'm gonna to give find. it a try. Yeah. I'm gonna give it a try. I'll, because, I'll get you one. Yeah, I can't take it anymore. I can't take mm-hmm. all these overwhelming smells. And then I was watching a video. I, I should have uh, I should have recorded it. Write this down. Maybe I'll I'll show it on the YouTube channel. Okay. Maybe I'll have Morgan put it up. But there was a guy. I think it was D.L. Hughley who I follow on Instagram, and he has he like it's obvious someone else is controlling his social media and what they put up. They put a lot of. Um, they put a lot of viral videos from around the okay. internet. They make videos fun. viral sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. And so I like his feed because I I just I think it's fun. It's funny. It's fun, but sometimes it's here. Whatever. Anyway. So he puts this TikTok video of a guy who's filming himself getting prepared to go out for the night. And the guy puts on, and I am not kidding, seven, <laughs> seven different types of cologne. Oh, that's the worst. But he is not like he is spraying it down his pants, on his knees, on behind his ears, <laughs> on his eyes. He is spraying all seven of these colognes. He just keeps spraying them on him. And this is not a guy trying to make like a satirical video. This is an actual guy who's, <laughs> who's showing you his routine is to put on seven different types of That's cologne. That's too much. It is. So this is – I'm going to connect this all now. Ready? This morning, I go to Starbucks and guess who's there? The, the world's guy? most handsome man yes. is there. Your man. I am sitting at the bar waiting for my coffee, like the little, you know, the end of the the bar. Yes. And then he comes and he sits a couple seats down. <laughs> did you nod to him? I did. I said, hey, what's yeah, up, man? <laughs> hey, what's up? You look hot today. <laughs> <laughs> you look super cute. I, are th- those jeans are fit well. <laughs> super tight on your crotch. <laughs> Can I take a picture of you? Can I take a couple pictures of you, please? <laughs> so I nodded. Get a selfie. And he nodded. But then after a second or two, I noticed that even from four feet away, he was the smell of cologne was over-fucking-whelming. Really? Oh, no. The first time I met him, he smelled good, but I just walked by him. Right. Right? Was... The second time, or the now, this morning, he still smelled good, but only for a hot second. Yeah. And then I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Too much. Too much, bro. Too yeah. much. Mm-hmm. Ladies don't like that. No, we've got a friend that does too much. And of course, oh, yeah. we're never going to say anything to him, but no. he does. He we had a friend much. that put on too little. <laughs> okay. He like didn't shower for That's months true. at a time. Remember That's that guy? Remember how bad he smelled? Yes. I had to tell him one time. Yeah, you did. I had to tell him one time. Mm-hmm. The B.O. is one thing. But when he started smelling like ass, I had to tell him. Because <laughs> I didn't want him sitting on my couch. <laughs> I was trying to be polite. I was trying. I remember we stressed about this. I we think did. you and I talked we like did. multiple times. Like, we, we got to say something to him. We have to say something to him. Like, you could be in the pool underwater and still smell him. If he was underwater with you, you'd smell him. And it'd be like, how did he make the water smell? That's kind of weird. So then one day I said, hey, listen, bro, uh, I just got to tell you something. I don't want you to take offense to this. It's because I love you and I care about you. You stink. 
You smell like hot ass. You smell, your breath smells. Oh my God. Like the <sighs> undercarriage of a thousand monkeys. I mean, it really is pretty bad. What did he say when he told him? Well, I th- he... I, if I if, if I'm going to be honest, he, he cried. Oh, he, he cried. cried. Yeah, oh, he cried. God. But I would not say it like that. I was obviously trying to be. And sweet the guy was well off, so it's not very like, well off. Yeah, he yeah. had lived a lot in a of nice money. place. He yeah. had running water. In other words, <laughs> he, <did>. I was <laughs> he say. had a shower. <laughs> yeah, he had the means. He had a shower, and I've been. I went to his bathroom. He had deodorant. Yeah, he just didn't put it on. <laughs> As the same deodorant for five years, it just sat there. So I told him one day. I said, "Hey, listen, I love you to death, and I care about you, but I got to let you know sometimes." It smells, you smell a little funky. <laughs> yeah. And I think that a little bit of deodorant or a shower here and there could do, right? Yeah. And then he was like, he was, he got upset, but that's kind of how he was. He, he was, was, he very, was very sensitive. sensitive. Yeah. Um, and v- great guy, super nice, wonderful yes. human being. But he was, he was tough to be around because he was always so deprecating. Like he right. never believed that anything good could ever happen to him. But then he didn't put on deodorant. So <laughs> what was he expecting? <laughs> I mean, like, so when it started smelling a little bit like ass, when ass was mixing in with the yeah. BO, I said, hey, let, I, I just said, hey, gone he, too far. Yeah. and after <laughs> we had a little come to, you know, I have a little like, got it h- out. hug it out. Yeah. Right. Then he actually went and he took a shower at my place. Oh, wow. And I let him use my deodorant. He and just then I went promptly ahead and threw went it for the can. shower. He did. Okay. Yeah. I thought that was a little weird, but I said, hey, what? <laughs> okay. I said, well, you know, maybe I just need, I haven't taken a shower today. Maybe I need a shower. And we were about to go out. So I was like, hey, you know. Go for it. Feel free. I'm going <laughs> to put some police tape on the door after we're done. And then he asked if he could use my deodorant. I said, yes. And I remember throwing it. Out. Yeah. Because I'm just a germaphobe and yeah. I didn't like that. <laughs> Hello, all my friends out there in the podcast universe. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Commercial Break. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or content ideas, send them to 1-855-TCB-8383. Toll free from anywhere in the world, 855-TCB-8383. Make sure to visit our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the commercial break. Full episodes air a few days after they do here on the audio feed and starting in season four the same day. You can go to the TCB podcast website at tcbpodcast.com, hear all the audio and watch all the video. You can also contact us all from tcbpodcast.com. Please follow us at the commercial break on Instagram and feel free to use our specialized URLs and or codes when you hear them on the commercials. Speaking of those sponsors, let's take a moment, hear from them, and we'll be back to this episode of the commercial break. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now, imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Chrissy. Oh, yes, Brian. Have you ever heard of prosperity preaching? Uh, not really. Okay. So prosperity preaching is uh, the belief that God and Jesus Christ himself and whoever else in the magical book uh, decided that preachers, everybody really, but preachers especially, shouldn't want for things. They should welcome the blessings of the Lord in 
financial format. Oh, wow. Okay. So Are these the same one people who have so, jets? Yeah. Tell, <laughs> okay. That's exactly what's going on, right? Okay. And now there's this big debate going on that I've noticed online. There are a lot of people that speak out against this, especially other preachers, right? They speak out against this because these prosperity preachers, they tend to be on television. They tend to be taking a lot of donations. They tend to be in huge mega churches, flying private planes with very nice cars and very nice homes. In the church, the people who go to the church are paying for it all. Right. But they say... If you pay it forward, it'll come back to you a million times. So they are taking money from grandma, who probably only has 20 extra bucks in her till every month. They're taking that 20 bucks and then some because she believes that that will come back to her and that her preacher needs to have the finest clothing, the best shoes, the nicest things. Now, that's a business model that is- All tax-free, too. All tax-free. Unbelievable. (laughs) It's it's just (laughs) unbelievable. It's unbelievable what a fucking workaround this- Mm. What a- I guess they say in wrestling, what a job these mm-hmm. guys are pulling over on everybody. Yep. And by preaching that, by interpreting the Bible in a way that God told them this was okay, then it's all smoothed over because this is what God told us we should be doing. Right. We should be flying in private jets. <laughs> we shouldn't want for a fucking thing. I mean, st- strip joints are part of the deal. You know what I'm saying? It says it right in the Bible. Thou right. shall look at thy titties. Yeah, you can yeah. interpret anything in the Bible. That's, that's the your, thing. what your own way. That's the thing. I could pick up, there's there's the giant book of dreams right there. I could pick up the giant book of dreams right there mm-hmm. and I could interpret, I could exactly. make you believe that you should be giving me money, mm-hmm. which you should be, but we'll talk yeah. about that later. <laughs> <laughs> but this prosperity preaching has caused quite a firestorm inside of the uh, you know the Christian community mainly. Yeah. Uh, and I've been keeping a hot eye on it because, you know, I just dislike those preachers with a passion, especially the televangelists who are right. just bilking money out of people who seriously j- don't have it. They don't have it. Yeah. And whatever your beliefs are, I'm not downing on your beliefs. You want to believe in Jesus Christ and God and whoever, Muhammad, yeah. Buddha, Go whatever. For it. Go for it. I have my own beliefs too. What I dislike is these people taking advantage mm-hmm. of people who are obviously maybe not in a position right. to know any better. Yeah, yeah it, doesn't it doesn't seem right. right. But keeps on trucking on. It's been going on forever and ever, and yeah, it will keep on going on. These preachers I love that get... show, too, on HBO, The Righteous Gemstones. It's oh, The so Righteous funny. Gemstones is so good. Such a, such a uh... great look. Such a satirical, but, yeah. but funny look <laughs> these churches. at these churches. When you start making billions of dollars, hundreds of millions, it's no longer a church. It's a business. It is a legitimate corporation. And you are literally sucking off the teat of people who probably have fixed incomes. When you're... When the people who are showing up at your church are barely affording the rent on their trailer and you are flying a private jet and you're asking them to give every dollar out of their pocket because Jesus will pay it back to them tenfold, yeah. that's a hot fucking shitstorm. And it's not true. It's just right. not true. That's not how money works. Because if it was true, Brian and Chrissy would be 100% preaching prosperity yes, right now. <laughs> I think that's the gig. So as we round the corner, Hail as we Jesus. finish out this incredibly long season that we've had here, season <laughs> yes. number three, we get ready for season number four. I thought I'd bring it back to one of the places it all began, started. Yes. It all started with preachers. That's right. That was our second episode. Yeah. yeah. And now we no longer have the first episode <laughs> up there, so you can't listen to it. It was so bad. But for $1.99... <laughs> You can listen to it, yeah. and it'll come back to you tenfold. <laughs> That's right. Hallelujah. Holy shit. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. <laughs> so, without further ado, I was trolling on the internet. Oh, as you do. As I do like to do. Do you want to hear from one of these preachers as to how this all works? I would love to. Okay. Let's take a listen to this guy. Hold on one second there. Okay. All right. YouTube.com. 
slash the commercial break. Learned how to do some of these things is because of a man named Kenneth E. Hagin and his master, our master, the Lord Jesus Christ. He, (laughs) this lady, listen to this lady the whole time, received revelation about these things back in 1949. And out of that experience in Revelation, uh, the ministry wrote a little book called How God Taught Me About Prosperity. <laughs> Had you- he had a revelation. God taught me yeah. about prosperity. Hey, Anna, come here quick. I had a revelation. I'm sick of living in the back of the station wagon. <laughs> let's ask that Betty Jean lady who comes into church all the time. Let's ask her if we can borrow some money. Actually, let's not borrow some money. Let's tell her we'll give it back to her tenfold. Jesus will give it back to her tenfold. <laughs> I read it one time in my little book. Yeah, it's a revelation. Ever seen this little book? Yes. I believe I'm impressed of the Lord to encourage you. If you don't have this little book, get this little book. Yeah. What he's talking about is he's talking about a tiny little handbook yeah. written by a, a gentleman back in the 40s. I actually <laughs> did, I did a whole research on this. And the guy in the 40s was the first one to start interpreting some ah, some of the scriptures. He started it. Yeah, he started it as if he was supposed to get rich because God told him to. Right. Now listen to the horse shit that comes out of this guy's mouth. So he's holding up the book and he's asking his the people in his church, he's not the guy who wrote the book. He's asking the people in his church to read this so they can also be hoodwinked by the same revelation. Right. If you have this little book, I don't care if you've had it for, for 15, 20 years, go pull it out. Yes. Read it carefully. Yes. Then, yes. then wire me yes. the money to my bank account, 12004. Yes. 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 You think that lady's planted? I think she's a plant. Probably. Yeah. She's probably drunk. He's like, I'll pay you ten dollars. Just say yes to whatever I say. Yes. Okay. Are y'all with me? Because what we're talking about right now, it's it's right here. I mean in detail. Yeah. And it's tiny little book. Tiny. It's 25, 26 pages. Tiny little book. It will It's filled with my checking account number. And my Zelle, and my Venmo, and my PayPal. He's, as he's holding this up, he's wearing like a really nice Rolex. Watch. Yeah, he's yeah. got a Rolex on. He's wearing a, a like fine a Italian ring. suit. Yeah. It took seven hours to get his beard yeah, that perfect. Exactly. That's like a Santa Claus, like a trimmed up Santa Claus it's beard. It's a good beard. It's pretty impressive, it actually. It really is yeah. impressive. Wish I could grow a beard like that. I have to go to the five o'clock shadow look, because if I don't, then I have like one gray streak here, <laughs> a patch here. Change your life. Yeah. If you'll do it. Now, no, it'll change what happened, life. and right. I'll, I'll, I'll just summarize it a little bit. He and Miss Aretha had pastored for uh, years. Hold, and- hold on, hold on. I just want to point out something here real quick. And you can watch, you can see this on the video. Look at the couple people up up in the rows up there. Look at the guy with the white shirt and the glasses on. Yes. The bigger gentleman, right? Yep. He is actually writing down what this guy is, is. saying. Oh, yeah, he's taking notes. What? Cut. What? <laughs> What kind of medicine are they giving these people when they walk in the door? That not only are you letting this preacher tell you that Jesus told him, Jesus told another guy who right. wrote a book who then told him to take your money because that's what God told him to do. Yeah. He's writing notes about it. <laughs> He's like, gonna be broke for a couple years. Pastor told me send money. He and Miss Aretha had pastored for uh, years. And the Lord dealt with them to leave pastoring and go out on the road in traveling ministry. Well, <laughs> what is 
going on here? Bob, it's me, God. Get out of that building. Get on the road like Chevy Chase and vacation. See the world. Steal people's money. Uh, you're dawdling. Don't no more dawdling. Get out there. Get, collect some cash. I need a new Lamborghini, Bob. Do this quickly. Bring your wife. Or don't. I don't care. He did. But the first year, after 12 months, he's in the hole. And um, just the finances are getting worse every month. He just worse and worse and worse. So he began to seek the Lord. He had a revelation. He had a revelation. (laughs) (laughs) Having other people give him money. Are you sick of being broke yet, Bob? I told you. Open up those pocketbooks of those little old ladies. They're either going to use it for tooth fairy money for their grandchildren or give it to us, Bob. Here's your revelation. I did a spreadsheet. It's not working out for you, Bob. Your wife hates you. You're broke, living in the back of a car. If you just start talking to those little old ladies, Bob, we could get some more cash. Write a book about it, Bob. Here, write down everything I say. Give me your money. This is a robbery. Take it into the next bank you see, Bob. When you get arrested, tell them God told you. It's a revelation. Here's your get out of free jail card, Bob. Tell them it's a revelation. Write a book. Carry it with you. When you're stealing that money from Grandma, break out the book. Say it's a revelation. It absolves you of all responsibilities. Your wife needs a fur coat and a good fucking or she's going to leave you, Bob. Hurry, hurry up. This is my best idea yet. You better hurry up. Break out the book. Break out the book, Bob. Refer to page three. Circle where it says, give me your money, lady. Um, extra about what's wrong and begin to tell the Lord, you know, I, I obeyed you and I did this, but we, we're, he said his, his children wasn't adequately clothed. He had to sell his car for junk. Um, I mean, they're getting in just really. This is quite a fantastic this is a, story. I know, it's, he's catastrophizing <laughs> what everybody goes through all their life. The commercial break is in a constant state of turning our car in for junk. My children are not clothed adequately. Maybe I, maybe I'm doing this all wrong. I need to start a church. Book. Yeah, I need to start a church and write a little book. The book of the commercial break. Revelations, Revelation TCB, chapter three. They can't. How many of you can't continue that? I mean, there's you, you, you can't keep going like this. And so he began seeking the Lord extra. And he said, uh, he was quoting to the Lord, uh, if you be willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. He said, the, finally, after a few days of seeking the Lord, he said, the Lord told him, well, you don't qualify for that verse. <laughs> the Lord said, well, <laughs> you don't qualify. <laughs> Unfortunately, due to your poor credit history, you do not qualify for this verse. 
Write that book, Bob. Get on it, big guy. God forbid, me forbid you have to. <laughs> me forbid you actually have to go through <laughs> tough circumstances. By the way, Bob, there are monks in India <laughs> who have been walking the land, eating a grain of rice a day for their entire lives, asking for nothing, doing everything. We don't want to be those people, Bob. <laughs> I didn't revelate to them. I revelated to you. This is America. Get out there and get yourself a plane, Bob. And fuck your wife before she leaves you. And he said, what? He said, yeah, you obeyed, but you're, you, you haven't been willing. Yeah. So he, he was keep talking about how good it was when they were pastoring. And he's still looking back. Amen. So he, he repented. And he said, oh, sorry. <laughs> I mixed my preachers up there. Sorry. Here, let's go back one second. I apologize. What you, you didn't see in the studio is that I pressed the wrong button and somebody else came up on the screen. And they were pastoring. And he's still looking back. So he, he repented and he said, Lord, I'm willing now. You know I'm willing. The devil knows I'm willing. And he said, yeah, I do. The devil knows and he I'm said, willing. You better apologize for being poor, Bob. Get down on your knees and repent for being poor. The fuck is wrong with you, Bob? Yes, this is God. I told you a million times. Get down on your knees and repent. Okay, okay. All, all is well. I'll give you that private plane now. Stop groveling. You look like an idiot. Pick yourself up. Get your children clothes, for God's sakes. Go to Oshkosh Pagosh and get yourself some new clothes for your children. But uh, another thing is that you don't practice what you preach. Amen. Now, all this is in this little book. Yeah. <laughs> He said, you don't, he said, he said, it felt like the Lord actually punched him. He thought, oh Lord, you hit me a low blow. What do you mean? I don't, I don't practice what I. Take this one in the nuts, Bob. <laughs> Stop driving that shitty station wagon around and get out there and steal some money like the rest of the preachers do. You got this all wrong, Bob. I'm relying on you. I think I picked the wrong guy. You better write that book. And I want a good book, too. Nothing less than 28 pages. I wrote it 29. Thank, thank me. Thank me, Bob. Now you're doing something smart. Preach. He said, no. He said, you, you preach faith, but you don't live by faith. He said, Lord. <laughs> he said, you know, every time I've had any symptoms, every time the kids have had any symptoms, every time we've believed you, we've received our healing. He said, the Lord said, yes, you do with healing, but you don't use your faith for finances. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> your faith for finances. I'll take care of the cancer. You take care of the money. I don't have any hands. What do you want me to do? I'm just a floating thing around in space. How do you expect me to write your checks for you, Bob? Let's grow up. Praise God. Yeah. He said, you got to use your faith in. Praise God. I praise God. Listen to that. God. That lady. That's got to be his mom or his grandma. Just aunt or something. Yeah. Praise God. Yeah. He said, you guys got to be our. 
That should be. That's going to be our new clip. Yeah. <laughs> Write that down. Uh, minute 321. Praise God. How to use your faith in every area. Yeah. yeah. He said, you don't, you, you haven't been using your faith for finances. And so I want to read to you just an excerpt from the book because I, I want to make sure I get it. I get it right. He first said, all, and I'm like, reading. To- first of all, it's the tiniest book ever. It's tiny. And it's only 28 pages. Yeah. Like, just go ahead and read the book. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's like the size of your iPhone. Yeah, just read the entire book. Exactly. Yeah, you could have been done by now. You're telling this fanciful story. It's a little overdramatic, actually. He had to turn his car in for junk. And his children weren't clothed properly. And his wife was suffering from malnutrition as they drove around spreading the good word well, of the not Lord. not driving anymore. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Where do, how do you, I don't know. Are you stuck on the side of the road somewhere? What happens when you turn in your car for junk? That's what I want to know. If you're on the road and you turn in your car for junk, right. what just, happens? Then? I just imagine like Bob and his wife back in the fifties with like a big trunk I'm like out the on the depression highway. Era yeah. picture. Yeah. <laughs> you know. We'll preach for food. <laughs> so stupid. Directly from what he said, the head of the church told him. Now, if this came out of the mouth of the head of the church, should we? Yes. (laughs) Hallelujah. That one woman. I know. (laughs) (laughs) She's so excited to be there. She's so excited to give her money to this preacher. Give it great esteem. Yes. He said... The Lord told him, don't pray about money anymore. Yes. Praise God. Wow. <laughs> Praise God. Because it doesn't work. <laughs> what do you think? I'm up here waiting for you to ask for money? <laughs> I got big shit to worry about. I got that Elon Musk over at Twitter. <laughs> I got Damar in the hospital. <laughs> I got Andy and Andy sobering up over there on the New York Eve, New Year's Eve. It's a whole mess. And you want me to give you money? <laughs> Fuck you. Then he said, that is the way you've been praying. Yes. Claim whatever you need. Uh-huh. Just claim it. Just claim it. Uh, that's it. <laughs> In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Mercedes Benz, <laughs> I claim this car. I'm going to try that. I know. Yeah. I know. I'm going to go over to my next door neighbor's house. <laughs> He's got a nice saw I need for some work in the house. Uh, I'm claiming this in the name of the Lord. It's right here in the book. (laughs) Read it when you get a chance. It's short. It's a tiny little print. It's a little mouse print. (laughs) Now, what we're elaborating on is how you lay hold. Come on, can you see this? You lay up, but then also what do you do? I lay down. I lay up. I lay down. Lay hold. That's right. You put your right Bible in. You put your right Bible out. You put your right Bible in and And you you shake shake it all all about. You steal your neighbor's stuff and you claim it for yourself. That's what it's all about. Hey! Prosperity preaching in a nutshell. You lay hold. He said claim... Whatever you need, you say, he said, the Lord told him this, you say, say, you say, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Where did you get that new Ferrari? Those aren't coming out till next season. I claim it for myself. Take your hands off my money. 
He said, because (laughs) it's Satan who's keeping it from you, not me. Fucking Satan. He said, the Lord. I mean, (laughs) he's to blame. That asshole. (laughs) I should have never got a joint account with him. I can't take it off unless we both go in and sign. You know what I'm saying? It's complicated. I checked the account and I only have sixty-five trillion dollars in there. I know Satan's taking at least twenty-five trillion. He's giving it to that. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah. People in Florida—that's where he's sending it. Said, "I'm not withholding adequate food and clothing from your little children. That's not me. That's you, Bob. <laughs> Horrible father. It's the devil. He's the god of this world." The money you need is down there on earth. Can you see this? Yes. And so yet people keep, keep begging God, pleading with God, but the resources are down here. And because he's exercising control over most of the planet, then he is always trying to hinder and block your, your provision from you. Yeah. Well, this all makes perfect uh, no. fucking yeah. sense. This is solved, why we're broke. Solved the we're, devil. Yeah, we're looking at God to give us some money here at the commercial break, and who's really holding it from us is the devil. devil. Yep. And if we could, if we just realize that, Chrissy, <laughs> that we can just claim the money we want. Yeah. I'm walking into Wells Fargo tomorrow. <laughs> I'm claiming all the money in your till. It's not a robbery. I'm just claiming it. It's here in the book. Yeah. So book. I just slide over the book. <laughs> yeah. God told me to take it. He said, stop looking at me. It's the devil. You get the right teller and I bet they give you the money. Yeah. That's right. Like the lady is sitting here saying yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Who is it that wants the church broke? Why would God want the church broke? It's the enemy who wants the church broke. Look how, listen to how high his voice gets. It's the enemy. I don't want the money. But if the devil gets it, we're in trouble. So give it to me. I'm in stocks. It's the church. That's right. Quote, unquote. Uh, It's not me who wants the board ape. It's God. I'm just a vehicle to get it there to him. I got four board apes. And Christians and preachers and ministries. He said, it's not me that's keeping this. It's not me. Things from your children. He said, claim it because it's down there on earth and Satan has the most control of it because he's the God of this world. Are you listening? Yes. yes. So you say, are you listening? Okay. Open up your checkbooks. I mean, what? everybody's sitting there looking at him. Everybody's. Yeah. Are, are you listening? There's hundreds are, of people in this church. They're all getting ready to break out their checkbooks for this jackhole who's wearing a Rolex watch. And he has just convinced them by simply, I mean, that was the most circular reasoning I've ever heard in my entire life. You don't talk to God about it because we're down here on earth. And Satan is trying to keep the money from the church. And I just so happen to be the church. Right. I didn't ask for this. God did. You see how this makes sense? Are you listening? Yes. Praise Jesus. Thank you, Doreen. Thank you for sitting up front every week. I appreciate it. I'm going to kick you in the face sometimes, but you make me a lot of money. So I claim X amount, naming whatever it is you want or need. That's so good. He said, <laughs> no one- 
that there's some guy yeah. in the back that goes, thousand bucks that guy so is in on it too <laughs> thousand bucks that's the preacher on saturdays right oh that's so good listen to him that's so good <laughs> He's probably taking his own notes, that, like, this is what I need to do to right. get money. <laughs> Babysitter porn and convincing the flock to give us their cash. I don't know which is better. <laughs> so good. Let's listen to that again. That, that is so good. That is so good. <laughs> Whatever it is you want or need. That's so good. <laughs> he said, now, when the Lord said that, that, he down. actually replied and said, now, Lord, I believe that you can meet our needs, but our wants... Because they didn't preach that in his circles. And the Lord quoted to him Psalm 23 1, the Lord's my shepherd, I shall not want. He quoted Psalm 34 10, you know, that they that, you know, seek the Lord shall not want any <laughs> whatever, good thing. Whatever. Uh, whatever. He was just yeah. waiting to say 24.2. It, yeah. Yeah. it says, well, you know, <laughs> you know what it says. <laughs> 21 EPMs, you know, you remember <laughs> that one, that one that said, give me your money. Exactly. You look it up. You don't know? You better come to prepare next week to tell me. I'm not here to memorize the Bible for you. That's for you to do. I'm here to take your check. Give it to the ushers. He said, he said, claim whatever you need or, or want and then say, Satan, take your hands off my finances and then say, go. <laughs> He's got instructions. <laughs> he does. Satan, right. take your hands off, off my, my money. money. <laughs> this is good. This is and so good. And then you good. click your heels three times and say, there's no place like home. No place like home. <laughs> my finances. And then say, go, ministering spirits, and cause the money to come. Amen. Yeah. Hey man, that's how it works. I did it once in the sixties <laughs> at that nudist resort. I found five dollars on the ground. <laughs> I needed a condom one time, and it appeared out of nowhere. <laughs> are most people doing this? No, no, they are not. Sadly, a lot of folks that call themselves word and faith. Say, Chrissy, it's, it's saying Satan, take your hands off my money. I yeah. don't know. Satan, take your hands off my money. <laughs> and then say, go, withering spirits. Be gone. And the money shall appear. Yeah, Name, your Name your amount. Name your price. It. Claim it. Name it. Claim it. <laughs> Name it and claim it, baby. I need $250,000 right here, right now. Go away, Satan. Look, yeah, there it is. Call... <laughs> It's just call, the way it works. That's right. Call the Ritz down in Cabo. We're on our way. <laughs> we'll figure it out. I'm going to ask when we're on the plane. We're higher. We're closer to God. She probably just can't hear me right now. Remember, Satan's got this level of interference going on. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, down here on Earth. But once we get up there, we'll be fine. It's good for Kenneth Copeland. It's good for me. The higher I get, the closer to God that's I am. Right. Praise Remember Jesus. Kenneth Copeland <laughs> yes. one time said yes. he needed a private plane so he could get closer to God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amen. Right. I'm not doing this. And if all you're going to do is beg and wait on the Lord, you'll just keep going and going without. That's right. Well, it makes perfect <laughs> yeah. sense to me. I'm ready. <laughs> all right. 
I think we got like this might be our second to last show of the season. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Oh no, it's not. Never mind. I'm wrong. But it, we're getting close. We're okay. getting close to the end of the season three. Season four starts the first full week in February, so I think that's the fifth or sixth or something yes. like that. And we're super excited for all the great things that are come to come in season number four. Thank you for being a loyal listener of the commercial. If indeed you are a loyal listener of the commercial, <laughs> right? If you're just passing by, you probably didn't make it to this point anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, but we I, love you all. We love you all. Either way, we're grateful. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. I need more Apple reviews now. <laughs> Boom. Go away, withering Satan, spirits. Satan, get away. Satan, get away. <laughs> We're going to finish this video in the next episode, so stick with us. Uh, you know, I was going to tell you, Chrissy, lots of people texting the phone line. Oh, yeah? Lots of people. I think we've had like 37 messages wow. in the last four or five days uh, from one person, but it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Whatever. Who's counting? <laughs> Leviticus 3.4.7. Right. You know. Thou shall message the TCB. You know what it uh, says. That's right. At 1-855-TCB-8383. That's 1-855-TCB-8383. From anywhere in the world, toll free. You can text. You can call. You can leave us a message if you'd like your voice to be heard on air. You never know. We might do it. You can go to tcbpodcast.com. All the video, all the audio, and the contact us button. We'll get an email straight to our inbox. We'd also love it if you would stop by YouTube and watch our videos. YouTube.com slash the commercial break. I know that there's been a lag in the videos. Some people have been complaining that, you know, oh, I go to YouTube and the most recent video is from two weeks ago. In season number four, the YouTube videos come out the same day at the same time they come out on the audio experience so if you prefer to watch the videos you will be up to date youtube.com slash the commercial break and please follow us on the instagram at the commercial break on that instagram are you ready are you excited ready. Are you ready for season number four i am ready i'm Me excited too. i'm yeah. super excited really i'm excited to take a break yeah. that's what i'm excited to do <laughs> that's true. Well, we'll get a little break that's right so i'll say this I guess that's all I can do today. I think so. I love you. I love you. Best to you. And best to you. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, Chrissy and I always say, we do say, and we must say, goodbye. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 